imagine you're just a kid and you get an answer correctly and the adult you're with rewards you with your favorite snack let's say maybe a curly whirly or a hobnob <laughs> pick a snack but then there's a catch the adult tells you two things that you can eat your snack now or you can wait until they come back in the room and they'll give you another biscuit or another curly whirly the choice is yours one now or two when i get back What would you do? Well, Walter Mischel conducted this study in the 1960s, which is famously known as the Marshmallow Experiment. This study was conducted with children ranging from four to seven, so around kindergarten age. And he was trying to find out how much self-control the children had in the context of delayed gratification. Right? And after the study, they followed up with the children when they were adults. And they found out that the group of children who were able to resist the temptation of eating the marshmallow after the doctor had left the room did better academically, were more likely to have successful social lives and careers, and the cohort who couldn't resist were more likely to be the ones who are addicted to drugs, have unfinished projects, can't manage their emotions leading to unsuccessful relationships, etc, etc. This experiment was not only relevant in the 1960s when it was first conducted, it has been recreated since over and over again and the results are always consistent. Individuals who delay gratification have better control over their urges and impulsive behaviour, thus managing to execute on other goals and create the lives that they want. I believe in the current landscape of our society with most things being sexualized and the availability of porn, recreational drugs and comfort are turning most men into complacent gluttons. This study helps us understand why some people find it challenging to pick themselves up because the reward is not immediate or visible. I'm curious, which group of children do you think you would fall in? Welcome to Men Are Human 2, the greatest podcast at the forefront of men's mental health. I am your host, Valentin Moyo. Here we talk about the masculinity journey and most importantly, that the existence of vulnerability does not mean the death of masculinity. Balance is key. I'm always trying to find ways on how to improve myself and become the highest expression of myself. And that leads me to trying out different things. If you listen to this podcast, you know that I've mentioned so many things that I like to try because I'm treating my life like an experiment, like I said in one of my episodes. In this episode, I'd like to introduce you to something that I've been doing for almost two years now. And it has profoundly changed how I feel about myself and how I interact with everybody, especially women. I only recently discovered this ancient name about a month ago, really. I almost considered getting it for my next tattoo because it sounds so enigmatic. There's something about how it sounds that invokes curiosity. Allow me to introduce you to Askesis. Askesis. Askesis.
also known as asceticism. So ascesis is the practice of determined self-denial, putting yourself in uncomfortable scenarios for the benefit of one's growth, slash denying yourself certain pleasures and comforts. For example, Seneca, the Roman philosopher, had an apartment on top of a spa or bathing establishment as they called it back then. This is the period of his life he enjoyed penning some letters to his mate Lucilius, I think I'm pronouncing that right, where he talks about the walls were thin so the sounds from outside were sipping in. He could hear someone working out in the next room or you could hear someone splashing into one of the, the man-made hot springs or someone getting a massage and the sound would depend on whether the hand was cupped or, or flattened. Or he could hear the vendors shouting out to customers or pickpockets being arrested. And all these sounds, he says, were there as distractions but he was finding himself tuning them out. So he did this to gain resilience and improve his concentration. I mean, we can't all be Seneca. So a lesser version of what he was doing would be abstaining from alcohol or going out. In my case, I stopped drinking, but I still went out to meet my friends at the bars that we used to drink at. And I also stopped myself from dating, but I'll still go out where there will be women there and I'll interact with them, but not for the purposes of dating, but just for interaction's sake. Now this is relevant because I feel in times where everything is so readily available at the click of a finger, I believe it's incredibly important to expose yourself to those things that are available and then deny yourself access to them even though they're there so that you build that resilience and you practice that delayed gratification. So there are things to keep in mind when it comes to self-denial. Just like in the marshmallow experiment, the children who were successful seem to be the ones who took their attention off the marshmallow. For instance, in one of the recreations of the study, one of the little girls kept squeezing the marshmallow, sniffing it, licking it, nibbling at the edges, pretending to eat it. She was like picking it up and pretending to eat it. Um, um. And then finally she ate it. And judging by the expression on her face, she had no regrets. Now keep in mind, these children were left for 15 minutes alone in that room. So it wasn't an easy task at all. The key takeaway is that if you keep thinking about the thing you're trying to avoid, you amplify it. Just like when you start thinking, Oh no, I shouldn't really. Mm, yeah, go on, tug it just for tonight. Oh mate, nah, I did that last night. So what? It's a new dawn carpet diem, friend. That doesn't even make sense. Stroke it. No, 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 I'm tired, man. You know you want to see your favorite girl do that thing. But I've never even met her. Stroke it. This is becoming a problem. It's going to be delicious. Trust me. Stop. I should go to bed. I'm tired. You know you can't have a good night's sleep until you polish the lamp, son. Come on. Mm. This is true. Trust me. But I'm trying to be a better man and make better choices and- You know you like the way she talks. Oh yeah, fuck it, let me grab my laptop. Where's the lotion? From experience, that used to be my issue. I'd be trying so hard not to fap that I end up doing it because I gave it so much attention. If you're aiming to reduce watching porn, it's not about trying to wrestle with it before bed or when you're bored or whenever it comes to mind. 
It's about changing your whole lifestyle. I stop watching anything that will trigger me. These days, I literally skip through sex scenes in movies and TV shows, or I just avoid watching those kind of shows entirely. I unfollowed all of the models who show their body on my timeline. I had a complete detox and I desexualized my life and my social networks. I mean, these things may seem trivial, but they add up and they're actually helpful steps towards cleaning up your mind. If you have a problem with watching porn or masturbating or having too many sexual thoughts, I implore you to go through your social media networks and also keep an eye on what you watch. You realize that those things are the things that are triggering you to go down the rabbit hole of excessively playing tug of war with yourself. Another key point when it comes to self-denial is replacing. I'm going to use porn again. This was a demon boss, which was on God level, mate. And my word, I'm so glad that I beat it. Anyway, so replacing in this case for me, it was usually before bed when I struggled with this. So instead of trying to cut it out completely, I started to find things to do before bed that would take my mind off that. And I started doing qigong, which I learned from my traditional Chinese medicine teacher. It's a gentle practice that involves body movements. It's quite calming. You should try it. Then later I switched to journaling before bed, which I still do. Maybe not before bed, but I do my best to journal every day. And journaling was helpful because sometimes I'd even journal about how much I wanted to watch porn in that moment or fap in that very moment. Writing down those feelings helped me release the intensity of them. And then I switched again to playing chess before bed, you know, a game or two. And now I'm incorporating yoga after my chess game. And you see, there's no time to be thinking about porn in there because Either I'm just feeling so relaxed from my yoga or I'm absolutely livid that I got bested by an AI. <laughs> now listen, I know I've been all over the place with this one, but essentially self-denial is key when it comes to self-improvement and growth and just having that sort of self-discipline and resilience. Consider putting these things into action because this is what helped me and i hope you found this helpful my friends thank you so much for the people who have shared the podcast i appreciate you so much the community is growing in size and that is very exciting pause i'll speak to you next week my friends goodbye